I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast, where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I am your host, Jeff. And with us tonight, we have producer Joe. The job's a burden, guys. I'm sorry, because <laughs> well, you're also I've, I've, sound guy, Joe. Too many responsibilities. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> and are you responsible for potty humor? I am. You okay. are the doc as well, then. You're playing all three roles. I'm playing all three roles tonight. Right. I got a little piece about the squatty potty that I'm going to try. There you okay. go. <laughs> Joe. We're friends who love good beer and telling stories, so we turned it into a podcast. And as we finish up our Canadian journey tonight, we are a podcast that is happy to be back on home turf. That's right. British Columbia, the BC Ale Trail. It's a great time. We're going to finish up our stories about that, and you will not hear us ever talk about Canada again. Unless <laughs> it just pops into our unless mind. It, unless it happens, yeah. yeah. Or if some of those breweries will send us some beers. Right. Or, yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Teachers by day, beer drinkers by night. Lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego, California. Beer Mecca within a beer Mecca. Please pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and join us. Hey, y'all. Coffee sucks, but I really like beer, and you should buy me a beer. <laughs> so you go to ilikebeerthepodcast.com and click on Buy Me a Coffee, and you can buy me a beer. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Doc. And sign up for the membership. You get premium content like Whiskey Wisdom with Father Joe. Absolutely. And make sure you pick up some ILB swag at our online store. Links to both Buy Me a Coffee um, and the ILB store on our website's homepage, ilikebeerthepodcast.com. And also make sure to always find and follow us on social media at I Like Beer the Podcast on Instagram, I Like Beer the Po one, and I Like Beer the Ta one on Twitter. And this is the place where you say, What have we been drinking? What are we drinking? What have we been drinking? Well, we are drinking 18 different breweries and tap rooms, 100 unique beers. And so several Shawshankers too in there and that uh, over the course of that. Yeah. Yeah. They got some good beer and some beer styles you don't get here. Exactly. I think we'll probably get into that. Yeah. Yeah. And so let's jump into toast, roast and pour one out. So speaking of those Shawshanks, I, I'm going to toast right out the bat Tina, Tom's wife, for forcing us to go to Dogwood Brewing. We're stopping for gas to fill she up the rental that. cars. And she said, we need lunch. And there's a brewery around the corner. And I, and Joe and I said, we don't have to go to a brewery. We've yeah. been to 17 of them. And she looked at us. She doesn't drink beer. Yeah. And she did look at us like we're crazy. Yeah, like, why wouldn't we go to a brewery? Mm-hmm. And it was a bit of a traverse to get there it was, it was a couple of backstreet alleys yeah, yeah yeah but dogwood brewing what oh a delight what a surprise mm-hmm. um when we had there a london fog beer yep coconut chai which is not even a beer i would order right but it was i ordered two glasses you of did. it <laughs> uh, a beer called sweet child of wine oh nice yeah. that was a pale ale in a I th- probably barrel aged chardonnay we didn't get the deets on it yeah um which I thought I was going to, first sip, I'm like, I hate this beer. Second sip, I, I love this beer. <laughs> yeah, I was, that's what I would like never order. Right. No, Just, no. And a honey lager, yeah. all four of those were in contention for Shawshank. Nice. Can, can we give an entire brewery a Shawshank? I think we of can. course we can. We sat and drank with the sun on our shoulders and felt like free men. 
Hell, we could have been tarring the roof of one of our own houses. We were the lords of all creation. Boy, those are good beers. Yeah. That London fog. Woo! <laughs> I, I think I did, after some hemming and high, I thought I can't get four Shawshanks at the same brewery. Yeah. But I gave uh, London Fog and Coconut Chai both Shawshanks and, and the other two, I think, four seven fives. Yeah. Nice. I did the same. Yeah. Oh, good place. You got a toast? I've got a couple of ones. Uh, first one goes to Forged Axe Throwing. Yes. Uh, we oh, went up yes. to, uh, in the, was that Squamish Whistler area? I think it was Whistler. And we did a little axe throwing. So that was kind of fun. And we all got to uh, harness our, uh, or channel our inner lumberjack. And, yeah. Uh, so good job there. And it was fun. They did, they, we had a great time there. Um, next one I put down was uh, um, their water up there. Um, speaking of beer styles, the, every, almost every brewery had an ESB there. And they were fantastic. And I think it just has to do with the, the water makeup there. Um, soft water yeah that soft water but uh plus we drank tap water the whole time so i mean that that was pretty <laughs> fantastic and then last but not least uh as i we kind of made the joke all roads lead back to swan's pub uh toast swan's pub because we stayed above swan's pub and yeah. what a great place and every night we ended up there and uh they had some great they had a, that raspberry blonde that was theirs mm-hmm. that you know they brewed some beers and and their uh, dark so, their dark lagers were, were yeah also they had dark lagers and and the extra special bitters yeah. everywhere we went yeah and they yeah, were they so did. good yeah, the Swan. I, I highly recommend staying above a brewery. Yeah, there was a pub, but they also brewed their own beer. Right. So yeah, it was fantastic. Whenever possible, yeah. stay right above a brewery. And you just have a beer and then walk upstairs and go to bed. <laughs> That's it. A beer Fant- too. Or I two. Have a, I have a toast. Oh, go ahead. I'm going to toast your guys' axe throwing capabilities. Oh yeah. Oh, thanks both for of noticing. you. Yeah, both of you got the uh, toss the hat goal. Oh, we yeah. almost made yeah. the the, hall, the the wall, wall of fame. fame. The wall of fame. Yeah. So yeah. close. Next you at least had a shot at it. I yeah. never even had a shot yeah. at the wall yeah. of fame. So I was all right until it was throw two axes at once, and yeah. then I was a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's tough. That's another thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised I didn't chop yeah. off my own toe trying to throw yeah, two No one got hurt. It was great. Yeah, it was so good. it was a lot of fun. <laughs> you guys were rock stars. <laughs> well, thanks. Oh, you got a, got a ro- roast? Uh, yeah. You know, honestly, on this trip, it was very hard to find anything to roast. So I, I went to Air. I'm going to roast Air Canada just because on the <laughs> flight back, not only did they first initially cancel our flight somehow, I don't know. So, and then when we rebooked our flights, uh, they had me and my wife sitting in two different rows. Um, and then what was funny about it is we tried to change and they're like, no, we can't do anything. Yeah, Remember we talked change. about flexibility yeah. in a previous yeah. episode. Uh, can't do that. Uh, they said, maybe you can ask someone to switch with you and you get on. And it was really funny because we're sitting on the plane and, you know, as you're watching everybody come walking up. And I noticed that the two seats that were next to us was another couple that they had split apart. <laughs> and we just funny. said, hey, do you want to sit next to your spouse? And I'm like, yes, yeah. so we just switched and we, everything was great. But it was like, why did we have to do it when we paid all this money on Air Canada? And everything on that was like, oh, you want to do this? Oh, that's $40 extra. Oh, you want to do this? Oh, that's more. Than, so it was just they nickel and dimed you. So that's my that was that's my roast. One. Yeah, yeah. You, you did pour one out for flexibility yeah. uh, earlier yeah. but they were awfully polite about being in oh i agree right I agree. that's an interesting and, and the yeah. idea that but, they yeah. say sorry about everything yeah. is a hundred percent sorry true. but we can't yeah. do that even yeah. little things that you don't have to be sorry for you know right. can we get the bill oh sorry right. you know i just asked for the first time yeah. you don't yeah. have to be sorry yeah but yeah um Pour one out for getting excited over bald eagles because I really get excited over bald yeah, eagles. But yeah. up there in British Columbia, the one bartender Greg at a uh, was it Souk Oceanside Brewing? Yeah. Like, are those bald eagle outside? Right outside the brewery, <laughs> yeah. looking over the water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. more. Yeah, they're here all the time. They poop on everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still think it's exciting. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but they're in Canada. 
I guess, overrated. It's like pigeons up there. Yeah. They are. Like <laughs> They're seagulls. So, and my uh, final pour one out is I'm pouring one out for spring break. And oh, okay. uh, that just, I, in some way, I guess we're pouring one out for work because all that does is uh, get us prepped and primed for summer vacation. <laughs> I don't ever, everyone out there is going boohoo, but right, right, <laughs> boo-hoo. you have to work for six yeah, weeks before you get yeah. two months off, but yeah, it's done. And, uh, you know, yeah. another, another good trip on the books and, yeah. uh, can't wait for the next one. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been toast, roast and pour one out. So like we said, 18 breweries on the British on the BC Ale Trail and some some places we didn't make to. We made sure we at the tap rooms we had their beers. Right. Hoynes was one of those. Yes. And I probably should have toasted uh the Hoynes uh Appleton British yeah, Ale, you really which did. I also gave a Shawshank yeah. to. Yeah, uh good. really good beer. We didn't make it over there, but it wasn't for it's just because we had so many places to go and met so many people and we often spent longer than we expected because we got to talk to amazing people. Um I had Phillips, I said earlier, earlier episode, you had talked up Phillips. I was super excited. It met and went above and beyond my expectations. But this brewery, Driftwood, yeah. you had prepped me for a closet. Yeah, this was a bait and switch. Yeah, the, yeah you said, well, we won't, the whole team won't even fit in there. So I told you I, we had an interview with their purveyor of precious liquids. And you said, well, I don't know where everyone's going to sit because we won't fit in there. Not the case when we no, got there. Not anymore. That honestly was the biggest surprise of the whole trip for me. Um, just because of that fact that, that that they had, you know, over the course of the last two and a half years, they moved to a new facility and now have one of the biggest facilities I've seen, and uh, and it was phenomenal. And their t- they didn't they really didn't even have a taste. Last time you couldn't even get pints; you could only get tasters. It was so small, and they didn't have the permitting and stuff. So it was it was really cool to see and. Uh, quality of the beer is fantastic, yeah. and, and that was really neat. So we sat down with Gary. Lucky enough to be here with Gary Lindsay, purveyor of precious liquids, I believe is your title. Ooh. Cheers, that is correct. Since day <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah. Nice so. job title. Eh? What a great, great job <laughs> title. Uh, great job title, but the uh, the facility is like, like I said, to come from the one to the other, and I'm trying to explain it. It's really small. Well, <laughs> I think we had to expand because of your visit. Oh, there is that what it was? Okay, <laughs> that was well. The, that was yeah, the reason so, we needed yeah, it. Some guys, people are buying stuff room. off the walls. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. The San Diegans are coming to visit. We better get bigger. But yeah, what a great, great venue, great facility now. So. Gary, thank you for having us. Tell us a little bit about what Driftwood Cheers. Brewing was two years ago on Talent's first visit and what we are seeing today, which took us a good 15 minutes to tour the facility. Right. Yeah. Two years ago, like a lot of breweries were growing, we we're struggling with finding enough space to brew. And that wasn't that, that we're not exceptional to that. Like it's always finding space to grow, to be creative. We were getting creative finding ways to brew the beer we were brewing. We weren't getting creative making new things. A lot of those things we've been able to realize in this new space, so yeah. It's, it's a massive facility and everything happens here. Yeah, right, 100%. From uh, the yeah. tap room all the way to yep. canning, casking. Yep. Exactly, uh, we do everything here. So from brewing, Fermenting, conditioning, kegging, canning, bottling, and now distilling. And a tasting room. And a tasting room. And a great tasting room. Really with phenomenal. Food. With, with and, food. And a patio. And yeah, the sun's up today. Yeah. And good oh, food. Man. Yeah, cheers. Yeah. So tell it. We love origin stories. Can you give yeah. us a little of the Driftwood origin story? How you went from that to this and where are you going next? Right. We um, opened our brewery in 2008, uh, October 2008, actually. We um, were fortunate, uh, 
my, my myself and my two partners who are in the brewing end of things, we all met at another brewery actually one block from here called Lighthouse Brewing Company. I was managing sales and doing sales with them and they were hired on to, to brew beer, to be brewers. They wanted to create new things and the brewery we were at at that time, they just weren't too interested in some of the new styles they wanted to make. So sort of felt like that creative energy was getting getting squashed a bit and they were motivated enough to say, hey, we can do this on our own. So it was actually the impetus of the brewer. So it's a brewery-led brewery. It's not like a concept or an idea. It was all about making beers that we love and we still use that ethos today. It's brewing the beer we love. Uh, we live great beer. Um, so they're, they're, they were really motivated by different styles that weren't being made. And some of that was Belgian beer. So they wanted to make beer. I got wind they wanted to do something. We partnered up. I took on the sales. They took on the production and putting the brewery together and sort of away we went. Yeah, and uh, that was 2008. So since then we've expanded and grown a few times from the original three of us doing everything from brewing, production, deliveries, sales, office, admin, and then to now we're up 60 plus employees. Yeah, it's an um, army out there. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, things have gone well. And it's all been based on that idea of never cutting corners, making the beer we like, doing it the way we want to do it, um, and being able to never go cheap on anything. It drives our accountant a little bit crazy sometimes when we <laughs> try to explain to him that, no, 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 no. It's, that's how much it costs to make that beer. <laughs> so anyway, cost wasn't a factor. You know, those things we're, we're considering a lot more of that nowadays, but not in the terms to ever compromise the product that we're making. So we should, yeah. we should have a beer. Yeah, yeah, we should have a beer. I'm really thirsty. So <laughs> tell us what we're drinking. Uh, all right. This is um, New Growth Pale Ale, actually. So this is our little homage, believe it or not, to Sierra Nevada. Uh, they were the genesis, in my mind, of sort of the North American craft beer right. renaissance. And um, so simple beer, but not simple. So, you know, yeah. this is Canada two-row barley with uh, centennial hops grown in B.C. We use the Chico yeast strain. Um, and yeah, and, and those, <laughs> those beautiful things. So the original Sierra Nevada had Cascade hops, you know, that first sort of people didn't know what those were is using just straight up American two-row barley from the prairies or from your Midwest. And yeah, this is what we've landed on. So Cheers. 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 It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. This is great. Like, nice. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Right on. Yeah, fairly, as I say, it's, it's one of my favorites. I always, one thing I've always loved about traveling throughout the U.S. is, you know, finding craft beer, but no matter where you went, I could always find a Sierra Nevada, even if it was at a gas station yeah. somewhere or whatever. And that beer, the, the flavor was never compromised. And that quality showed you you could be a big brewery, but still make craft flavored, you know, beer. Right. So, so was that one of your first like, <coughs> oh, wow, this is what beer can be? Yeah, uh, totally for me it was, I think. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So that was where I, that's still one of my favorite styles. To this day yeah. even though there's lots of other great beers so there's always one that i was come back to well this is an excellent homage to that to that <laughs> style and to that specific beer yeah cheers yes excellent that's a all day all day beer right yeah, yeah <laughs> that's very good, good. Yeah. yeah like those all day beers i do yeah so i, I have a question I, I really like you know so we're i like beer the podcast really like your we live great beer so yeah. that, that's kind of your guys slogan here so where'd that come from you know what? Yeah, it's just an early on thing when the original partners, Jason and Kevin and myself, and it just came out of, well, what do we do? Uh, I don't know. We live great beer. You know, it just <laughs> it wasn't really thought about that much yeah. as were a few other things like the name Driftwood um, partner, Kevin. We were just come 
actually I wasn't involved in that discussion. They were coming up with ideas about what can this brewery be? What's a name that represents West Coast? What's a feel? You know, what's sort of got a vibe that can go anywhere still. So uh, driftwood, and it's like, oh, driftwood. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. You've got a shitload of driftwood on these beaches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Never that, seen so much driftwood. That's it. And it just became that sort of natural sticking point. That was it. We just... Yeah. Driftwood works. Driftwood You've run brewery. wild with the nautical theme. You've you put like yeah. Ballast Point on steroids. <laughs> yeah. Giant hop squid in the. Oh, yeah. The, you got to tell us about the hop kraken. The hop kraken. Yeah, that's my fave. <laughs> yeah, it was that idea. We, we actually we had a different branding for Fat Tug originally. The name Fat Tug was the same, but we rebranded it a few years ago and wanted to give it something a little bit more meaningful and fun and artistic. And the idea of having a hop crack and something strong and the deep that just pulls you down, you know, but you, yeah. you don't necessarily always see it coming. It's just no. one of those, <laughs> like it slowly reaches up and just grabs yeah. you, right? Okay, so listeners, when you guys come here, yeah. first thing you're going to notice, you look up. Hop cracking. The hop cracking. Sp- right. Speaking of Fat Tug, maybe we, we uh, should be. Yeah, uh, Fat Tug has uh, become the beer that um, we're been synonymous with. Well, actually, to the point where a lot of people think there's Fat Tug Brewery. Yeah. And not even aware that it's Driftwood Brewery that makes it, but that's that's okay. That happens. We're not too not too concerned about it. Once they discover it's Driftwood, we find other beers that we make. So, Fat Tug we first brewed in 2010. Um, we uh, it's we always wanted to brew an IPA. The problem was at that time there was a, there was a hop shortage, and we could not get our hands on good hops, and not for a reasonable rate, and not the hops we wanted to get. So, partner Jason, sort of the creative mind behind a lot of our brewing recipes. Was really wanted to get his hands on some really juicy Amarillo, and we just couldn't. So finally, he found some. We're, we'll make we've got enough to make two tanks of it. This, you know, whatever. We'll make two tanks. We'll move on, and then won't brew the first tank. Quickly realized we need to find a way to get more of this because you know this, and you, yeah. you the immediate feedback was just huge. Yeah. Um, so we've not slowed down on it, obviously. And, and you and you were telling us what percent of your beer that you're putting out here is fat tug. Right, yeah, we probably sixty-two to sixty-five percent of the beer we sell and produce here is fat tug. Uh, we have, you know, as you see in the tasting room, we have sixteen beer on tap, but fat tug uh, for us overall is our number one selling beer. Yeah, so. it's everywhere. We found it yeah. every every restaurant everywhere. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say tug. I don't want to throw any restaurants under the under the bus, so to speak, but. I had one yesterday, and this uh, their, their lines weren't good. No, this, this is much better. I thought, than it, was, much I thought better. it was. Yeah, an, yeah, I thought, yeah. That's an okay IPA. Yeah, you know, no, it's, it's everywhere. It's, I agree. it's okay, and I'm drinking this one, and it is. Yeah. It is. It's a difference. Interesting. Way better yeah, than yeah. the ones last night. Yeah. So I can name the restaurant, but, <laughs> but restaurants. Be yeah, sure to clean your lines. <laughs> it's a tough on. one, right? You can never control the beer once it leaves your facility, and it's always been a frustration. There's places that it, you know. It always pours and tastes great, but sometimes you get that end of a keg, and they're and they're not willing to pour that extra beer out, or it sat overnight, or they clean the lines and they didn't flush them properly, and you never know what that customer is going right. to get. Yeah, so yeah. coming here, you don't have to worry about that. There we go. Oh, this is fantastic. It's delicious. This is so yeah. good. This is fantastic. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm going to update my uh, untapped <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just that big Northwest IPA beer that I think we've all come yeah. to love. Uh, yeah. It's just that grapefruit pine mm-hmm. bomb um really balanced it's a big beer one of the keys to fat tug is actually its sweetness it's one of those things that you think it's the bitterness but no it's the sweetness that gives the bitterness that stage to to sort of play on right and seeing from san diego i yeah. almost think this is a more mild yeah west coast yeah. idea yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like a, sure. a balanced but it's more balanced yeah more approachable bomb actually right. no yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's right but yeah, if you're very drinkable not that's not yeah the, 
not slapping you around. No, that, that and that's probably one of the dangers of fat tuck, to be honest with you. Because <laughs> it does, you know, it comes in at the usual seven. Come, seven yeah, it comes seven up from percent, underneath and grabs you. Know, you. So there's always, there's, I think there's urban legends yeah. that they always say fat tuck is more than 7% alcohol, but it's not. So we, <laughs> see, it's I'll, not. I'll, I want to shout out to Jordan, our uh, Orca driver yesterday, yeah. who said, hey, by far my favorite beer. <laughs> Fat tug. So Jordan, here's to you if you're listening. That's no, good. <laughs> and thanks for finding work yesterday. Yes. Yeah, yeah, oh, good. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we got to look at your cask. Yeah. The barrels. Right. These are fooders. Yeah. Tell, tell us about those. Yeah, we've um, had a series of beers we make fairly regularly. We we call them our bird of prey series. They're sour beers. We barrel age them, so they've always been barrel aged. They take anywhere from six months to a year to finish because it's. The beer tells you when it's done. You don't tell it when it's done. And with the sours and all the various microbiota that work away at things, you sort of develop a really unique flavor profile if you do it right and don't shortcut. So we were looking at ways to expand that. And our brewer, Jason, partner, he found some fooders online from New Belgium breweries. So nice. we reached out. They were more than happy to sell them to us. Actually quite excited they were selling them to us, as it turns out. And they were able to hold them a little bit longer for us until we were ready to ship them out. So yeah, they're 110 heck, which is just over, just under 100 barrels, I guess. Um, footers. There's each, three of them. There's three of them. Yeah, so we're we're able to do a bigger volume, a more consistent volume of some of the sours we want to do. We'll be doing a light and a dark sour, and then we'll be doing some fruit-inspired ones as well. So yeah, nice. Those things like they're exciting, but they don't take up. They don't. They're not money makers. They're just interest grabbers and really fun for the for the team to work with. Right, so it's about that. It's about giving something that's we enjoy, give it to people that you know they're not expecting. Sometimes what the flavors are going to be like. Yeah. yeah. Right. We have another beer here. We do. We're, uh, we're going a whole different direction now, we're right? Going, we're going to north, northern Germany. We're going to Gosa. Um, right. So we always looking for different beers to brew. We're sitting in 2022, and a lot of breweries are making Gosas now. When we first came out with this beer, we actually just called it, we called it Driftwood Gosa. And on the label, we phonetically spelled out how to say Gosa because no one knew what the hell that right. was, right? So we just called it Driftwood Gosa. And then um, the beer got some cred and other breweries were starting to make styles, versions of it. And then we just, we came up with a whole rebranding of it called Crimea River. So obviously <laughs> it's the, the, the salty tears refer right. to the river Gosa. And then there's this eerie image of this haunting lady on the cover of it. So, um, fun style. It's a salt and sour wheat beer, essentially. Mm -hmm. The uh, salinity comes out yeah, nicely. Yeah, the salinity comes out nicely. It's really tart and refreshing with that lacto sort of conditioning stage we do with it. Uh, a little bit of coriander in there as well. So, it gives it sort of nuance of different flavor. It's just a fun, refreshing beer. Um, it's just a step aside from something else that's not hop, but still has... Right. A lot of quality to it, we feel. Um, yeah, we don't we don't flavor it. You know, it's a, it, when it's really, really fresh and young, sometimes you swear there's lemon in it because mm. of that sort of citrus note to it. But it's a delicious beer. We dry, I think we, if you say lemon while you're drinking it, you're going to pick up some lemon. You, right. you do. <laughs> right, right. And then we um, last year we had a tank. This beer is like bulletproof because it's like got all those antioxidant flavors to it. And we had a little bit extra last year half a tank and we dry hopped it with a bunch of citra hops and then we released it in the tasting room so it was like a new version of it <laughs> and then we're also we took some also and put it in some añejo bit barrels so we're doing sort of a tequila nice. yeah, that's barrel cool. version of it yeah yeah fun stuff like that like taste yeah. that yeah nice cheers. cheers yeah it's really good yeah it's a great palate cleanser like it just 
it's bright, it's crisp, it sort of can, you know, anything else you're drinking, it'll just lighten things up. I think up. we go well with food, too. Very well, yeah. So big part of that with our food sort of program downstairs yeah. is sort of Asian straight food style. Everything's served snack size, but really salty, not really salty, salty, spicy sort of flavors all into everything, and that's akin to drinking beer. So yeah. the idea is you have a pint, order some food, have another pint or some more food. You know. <laughs> I think I'm just. I think this. we're going to do that. So that's what we've been doing. I'm going to say this to eat with my curry downstairs. Yeah, there you yeah, go. My curry's oh, good. Yeah, well, my curry's that, really good. Oh, the Massaman curry. Yeah. All right. So, as you've expanded over the last two, three years, and you have 60 employees, I think you just told me 90 percent of of yeah. sales are are fairly Columbia, local, right? Focused, yeah. So, how have you seen your role in the community? It's great. Uh, well, especially since we moved into the space, to be honest with you, because now we're able to host things and be able to commit to bigger things. So there's a few festivals and events coming up uh, this summer that we're going to be the primary beer sponsor for that are community-based. There's an international jazz festival coming. There's um, down, downtown in the, uh, in the harbor. There's a Harbor Blues and Roots Festival that we're doing the beer for. Um, so able to step up, be a part of things, host more groups here, just sort of be more of a community hub. That's the idea of beer. That's the full thing. It's the social glue, and I think that we're able to realize some of that finally here with doing some of the fun things we enjoy doing and bringing people together. Connects us, you know? Yeah. Nice. It's nice. Live so, great beer. I love that. And, yeah. and, I'm going to borrow that slogan. Nice. Yeah, and music. Yeah, we're, yeah. All, into, we're yeah. all into music and food. Like, if you guys, when we were touring the brewery a little bit there, you see there's audio, there's yeah. speakers and stuff everywhere. People are either yeah. plugged in or there's music playing. Same with the tasting room and food like we're all we're all foodies we all love food. Yeah. we love cooking we love going out we love pairing things up we love just enjoying yeah, yeah. right so gary purveyor precious liquids what's your go-to driftwood beer oh yeah that's like well, who's your favorite child sure. <laughs> we won't we're not going to tell a soul so it won't leave this room yeah um i do go back to new, new growth a lot i really find that beer pleases a lot of the senses i'm looking for especially if i'm having more than one or two sort of goes with everything it stands up to food well it's refreshing it doesn't it doesn't, it doesn't weigh you down it's dynamic you know it's just got a flavor profile i just really enjoy and it's, yeah. it's simplicity it's that's that's one of the beautiful things about it i think yeah okay so it's the pale ale wins again yeah <laughs> sarah nevada wins again yeah, that's it. yeah. All right. Well, Gary, thank you for taking minutes out of your day because it's busy out on the floor there. Yeah, it is, but that's not my job to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> well, very much appreciate you uh, finding time in your day to sit down with us and tell us a little bit of your story and the Driftwood Brewing story. Yeah, thanks for coming up. Pleasure to host the uh, right. San Diego team. It's one of my favorite cities to visit and for beer and food. It's uh, I can't find much of a parallel, so it's nice to nice. host everyone up here. All right. Let cheers. us know when you're in town, cheers. and we'll host you. Cheers. 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 Thank you. All right. Thanks, Gary. <laughs> Yeah, we spent a long time there, I and mean, we went to yeah. that little burger place around the corner. Yeah, it was a little food truck. Yeah, yeah that, was, that awesome. was really good. And then we walked right over to Lighthouse Brewing right. that had that raspberry lime, another was, Shawshank yeah. beer. <laughs> this is right. the Shawshank Canada episode. Yeah. Um, another great. And then they had a coffee lager, which not Shawshank by by talents. Um, no, measure, but your yeah. son, he thought and it was. Joe, yeah, and uh, I, absolutely. yeah. Said yet another Shawshank that beer, was, the yeah. coffee lager at uh, Lighthouse Brewing. Um, and then highlight, so many highlights, Orc in the Wild, right. uh, brewers that we didn't expect to meet, got to sit down with them. But when you get to meet a Jeff on a trip. Oh, it's good. I agree. <laughs> that's that's true. It's like, it's next level. Yeah. 
And that's exactly what happened at Vancouver Island Brewing. We continue our trip through the BC Ale Trail. Correct. And this is, this is a lesson for the kids, that if you believe in yourself, dreams can come true. Jeff, tell them where we're at and tell them who we met. Well, it's, it's, it's ironic, I guess, in some ways, because we just walked down the street and walked into, from breweries here, Vancouver Island Brewing has the coolest logo in all of brewing dumb. I mean, they have Orca and, and kind of have monopolize is my favorite. I, I think if you have to have a, a logo, this is one of the best ones. We walk in here, and guess what we met? We met Jeff oh, God. in the tasting room today. This is wonderful. Yeah, it's like, uh, like serendipity. Of light came out of the clouds. Yeah. There were angels singing. Jeff, welcome. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Or, or thank you for having us. You're yeah. welcome. Thank yeah. you. Welcome. Yeah. You yeah. to your own brewery. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, very fortunate. We're having great beers. And uh, like I said, we're, we're here at Vancouver Island Brewing. And, um, and like I said, Meet another Jeff. I mean, it doesn't oh, get much better than that. Beautiful. Serendipitous. Yeah. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. So, Jeff, tell us, what, what's your role here at Vancouver Brewing? So Vancouver the Island Brewing. Let me get the whole Vancouver name. Island Brewing, yeah. I'm the marketing manager, so I should definitely correct you on our <laughs> specific brand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm the marketing manager here. Um, I'm fortunate. I've been here for about a year um, and seen a lot of change already in that time. It's been quite the journey in, uh, in the year of COVID and coming out of a pandemic, but then also just as a brewery, doing some, some cool new things. So... So how did you end up at Vancouver Island Brewing? Uh, my background was more in, in marketing and kind of retail and, um, you know, selling the beer uh, as opposed to making the beer. Uh, so I was with liquor stores uh, doing, doing marketing as well. Uh, and I was definitely attracted to the, I love the branding of beers. I love just being able to develop recipes. And um, I'm a, I've been a huge beer advocate for, for a long time. So, um, What's your favorite Vancouver Island beer? You got to pick one today. Well, well it's got to be one of the newest that just came out that I got to be a part of. Um, probably our uh, our Northern Swell Session IPA. Um, I, I I love it because it's I like to be able to have three beers, four beers. You know, I'm out kind of cruising around nature. I like to surf or go on hikes and kind of don't want to have like you know you said it, Jeff. four eight percent beers when right. you're doing that. Yeah. So a Session IPA. Is a nice one. It's got that hop kind of prominence, but it's not super bitter. It's only five percent, so you can kind of have a few. Yeah. Excellent. I'm I'm enjoying the dark lager. It's uh, a goodie. Beer style hard to find in San Diego. When you find them, we feel pretty lucky. They're well made in San Diego, but hard yep. to find. Our, our buddies over at Epic make one, and, and this is this is a fantastic, uh, true to style, dark lager. Yeah. Great job. It's a, it's, that one's been around for like two decades. Um, it, it's kind of gone through some changes. Um, as beer changes, recipes kind of change uh, and evolve. Uh, it used to be like a Herman's Dark Lager. He was one of our older brewers um, from part of our history. And, and now it's become Dominion Dark Lager. And it's, yeah, it's light body, but like great roast flavor. Yes, the roast flavor. That's yeah. exactly it. Yeah. Yeah, some chocolate notes, some coffee notes. It's a, yeah. What are you drinking, Talent? The Pilsner right now, which I, I'm really enjoying, but I, I went through their flight, their tasting flight, and you guys have a couple of pale ales. Piper's Pale Ale. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. And the uh, Mystic Haze Pale Ale as well. We are loving the pale ale yeah. scene here. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What, what we've noticed at home that what's happened with the, the, the kind of the trend on pale ales, especially newer, is they are basically just uh, their IPAs and they call them pale ales now. They just they just ultra hop them. Yeah. And uh, and so you're, you're but these here, yeah, you have a little bit of this, the flavor and, and the balance and, and stuff. And these pale ales are just phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Piper's Pale Ale has been one that's been a big part of our history. That's an English style, so you get more of that malt, that biscuitiness. Um, but then the some of our other pales, so like the Mystic Haze, brand new. It's a hazy pale ale. 
Um, but it's nice. It's only that four and a half percent. So you can have, we've got a, we've got, you know, the higher ABV beers, but we wanted to have some really good summer beers right. that you can just kind of crush a few. Yeah. And yeah. No, I, I agree. I think those ones where you can drink more than one or two and, and, and still function is, yeah. is, is a good thing. The problem with, with the low percentage beers often is that your mouthfeel is, right. or your body is, is shot. Um, I don't know what, how you guys feel about this one, but uh, with the Mystic Haze, they did some adjuncts. They did, there's some oat in there and some a few other oh, things. It's you have the oat. Is yeah, what, yeah, so it brings that body yeah. up. So yeah. you have four and, it rounds and a half it percent out. beer, yeah. but it's oh, still 100%. got some some gumption to it. And the softer water we, we've noticed that has makes those pale yeah, pale water, really yeah. nice, really good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you've got an easy job. It was, I'm sure there's parts of your job that. No, it's well, easy. Let, let me just say this: <laughs> the beer sells itself, but you get to go tell the story. That's it. Right, right. That's, that, it. that's your job there. So yeah. tell us, what, what are some of the best things about Vancouver Island Brewing? What's the best? Working here, the beer here. Give us some of the highlights. Yeah. When you're oh, well, out I, on the road and you've got a, you're, sell, you're selling product, you're selling brand. Yeah, well, I'd say. What makes you proud? What brought me even to the brewery was the fact that they've been around for 38 years, right? The history alone like um, is pretty incredible. You know, like not a lot of breweries have, con- and right. especially in the craft scene. Right. They've stayed in, in that craft scene, right? Um, and the, the brew house, it's a German brew house. It's 80 hex to 120 hex, depending on the batch. Um, and it's, it's a German brew house that's made to make great, crisp, clean lagers. So that the challenge that the brewers had was how do we make really good freaking IPAs right, too, right. and so they perfect like they're they're they perfected that. They, there's some amazing IPAs in our portfolio now, but we've only really done great IPAs in the past five years. Like it hasn't been something that is a big part of this the history here. So I feel like Vancouver Island Brewing has this rich history, but they're also we are also changing and evolving. Um, you know, with with the trends that are changing. So it's a kind of a fun part. Fun time to be part of the brewery, right. and yeah. we just missed. Especially, we I'm lucky enough to have had you brought it to the podcast. Right. To, uh, the can you brought us one can. Well, I think I've talked about the Nanaimo bars as being probably the greatest dessert ever, and I, I think it was three years ago I came in here and you guys had Nanaimo bar porter on it, so I bought it and I brought it back, and we actually ate it with Nanaimo bars to see. Okay, but you're telling us that you guys have even improved on that. Oh yeah, so yeah, we we have had a couple different versions of, of the Nanaimo bar porter. We, uh, we felt that we loved the porter as it stood. Um, a lot of people loved it, but we did feel that it was lacking a bit of the, the additional flavor. Uh, and we felt we could make it better. So we did an imperial version of it, uh, which brought up the sweetness, but still kept the balance with the ABV. Um, really brought up the vanilla and like the graham cracker flavors. You can really taste it now right. when you're when you're uh, when you're diving into it. Whereas before, I felt we felt it was a little too subtle. They were subtle, right. yeah. They were very nuanced, yeah. 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 But they were there. But it was, yeah. there. it was a good beer. Yeah, it was a very good beer. So I'm yeah. just, well. There's a lot of wonderful things about living in San Diego. Not going to complain too much, but right. we do live in a world without Nanaimo bars. True. Well, I, I do. Without but Nanaimo, you do. Nanaimo bar <laughs> porter. Yeah. No, Nanaimo bar porter is one of those few ones where you drank it right off the bat and you're like Shawshank beer. As soon as, you, as, soon as I tasted yeah. it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to share this with people because yeah. it, was, it was so good. Well, the Imperial one is, Even is something All special. Right. So, you're definitely not going to be crushing I will, I will be three of them. I will be coming back for that one. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I may, I'm not going to promise anything. I may have a cellared version. I'll see Uh-oh. if I can see if I can what? find one. That yeah. would be this is the life we live. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we complain gets, gets that it's all work and no play, but yeah. sometimes there's little fringe benefits in there. So, 
Yeah. Well, Jeff, thank you for taking yeah. a few minutes out of your day to, to meet with us. And Yeah, my pleasure. I, I like to know the world's a little better having him here, yeah. up here. It's always good Jeff to meet another Jeff. Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. When you have, when you have yeah. Jeffs, the world is just yeah. a better place. Well, enjoy the tour, gents. Yeah. Thank Cheers. You. Yeah. Cheers. Doesn't get any more special than that. It doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> I got I to gotta dry the tear in my eye right now. So. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to go back. I want to see Jeff. I want to have Nanaimo bar, bar Porter. Right. The Imperial version. And so many things I want to do again and things, places we didn't get to, I want to go to again, uh, including the Irish times pub. That's right. Yes, I agree. Move in there. Yeah. I was looking to see if it was for sale. <laughs> you did say that while we were there. I was, I've said that many times. And you know what Julie said? She said, no, we're not she doing that. You. Yeah. No, no, no. Big she, head shake. Right. No, you. but she did enjoy it. She went there for dinner more than once with me. And, uh, Loved our trip. Thank you, uh, Talent and your wife, for setting up all of our crazy, awesome things we got to do. Yeah, no, I think everybody, everybody stepped up and filled their roles well. It was a great trip, and uh, honestly, I, I think uh, we could go back and have a whole totally different trip. And, and that's the thing. There's so much stuff to see and do up there. Listeners, if you don't have a close group of friends that you all cram in tight into buildings and airplanes and, and vans and travel around from brewery to brewery to brewery to brewery, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. That's right. Work on that. Yeah. Don't, don't mean to judge it. Make better choices. <laughs> no, Make just better it's, choices. It's not too late. Yeah. Uh-huh. Listeners, thank you for spending the hour with us. Make sure you share our podcast. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter. Help us continue our podcast by visiting our website, ilikebeerthepodcast.com. Sign up for Buy Us a Coffee. Visit the ILB store. Links are in the social media. We'd love to keep drinking, but right now, we got to run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. All we need is a ten and a fiver, a key and a sober.